a Shishkin Productions podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Ask Not Me Anything podcast. Our guest is fellow photographer Johnny Cirillo, who has been documenting fashion on the Brooklyn streets for the past year and posting it on his account at Watching New York. In this series, he photographs stylish, everyday New Yorkers and gives them the paparazzi treatment as if they were celebrities. The series has really taken off, earning a massive following and even a write-up in Vogue. If it hasn't popped up on your Explore page just yet, do a quick search of at Watching New York so you have some context to this episode. And without further ado, let's get into it. Look, we've been doing the show for a while and Wandering Barman. Wandering Barman? They are one of our premier sponsors. They're a sponsor? Yeah, they're the best. They make the most delicious cocktails and the pre-made. Wait, pre-made cocktails? I can just drink it? I don't have to make a cocktail? That's right, but it gets even better. They just opened their cocktail brasserie here in Brooklyn. That sounds fancy. It's pretty fancy, but it's also mad affordable. Their happy hour from 5 to 7, $5 cocktails. So if you want an old-fashioned, guess how much it is? Uh, $5? If you want a margarita, guess how much it is? Mm, $5. And if you want a Diet Pepsi... I don't think they have those. They don't have those, unfortunately. Aww. But you should check out Wandering Barman's Cocktail Brasserie at 315 Meserol Street in Brooklyn. Go for happy hour, 5 to 7. They're open every day. Wandering Barman, woo! All right, so I'm sitting here with Johnny Cirillo. Thanks for coming through, Johnny. And also, this is the first time a podcast guest has ever came through and brought two pizza pies. Is that right? Yeah. So that was really thoughtful of oh, you. Dude. Thanks for uh, awesome. And not just any pizza pies. This pizza Lindustry. Show. Yeah, Lindustry. Yeah. It's my first time trying it. And you brought the it, what's this slice that you brought? Uh, the burrata slice. <laughs> burrata, which is so good. But the other pie is in there too. The the margarita slice. And we're, we're gonna have margarita slice after yeah. this. Yeah, after this combo. Cool. Well, thanks for coming through, man. Dude, thanks for having How, me. How's your day going? Day's great, man. I'm yeah. tired. It's been a long day. Started early. Set my alarm at like six thirty. Been shooting today. Yep, I've been shooting all day. Well, not all day, but I had like three sections today. I shot from 7.45 to 10, went home, had a little something to eat, shot from like 11 to 2, and then from like, I went back home, went to the bathroom, and then from like 3 until it got dark, until about wow, 5. that's a yeah. full day of shooting. Today was a pretty full day, yeah. 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 And do you go into, like, for example, today, do you go in with uh, certain concepts that you want to focus on? Because I know what's really cool about your page is you don't just post like, the street style fashions you like you have you separate them into categories like i saw this morning you posted like 10 best bucket hats on the streets i've seen lately yeah so- i always i always have a, a sort of a plan which sometimes gets in the way of like finding like sometimes i'll let like a good fit like slip right by me because i'm like so focused on today my my one focus was i don't I, and like it's going to come out in this podcast but like i'm not really i'm not like uh, it's photography before fashion for me. So the fashion I've like been learning, and I don't know what this is called, this item. It's like a long black coat, uh, a long black leather coat that I've just been calling the Matrix jacket. Yeah. And I don't know, but that's that was like my one obstacle, like my one uh, goal today. I was trying right. to photograph them. How like many I, did you find? I think I got four or five of them. Cool. But out of those four or five, I'll probably only use one or two of them. That's how it works, huh? It'll take me like a month probably before I get a good 10 that I really like. Right, right, right. You know? Uh, And then tomorrow I'll pick something else. And 
uh, but I'm always piling them in the back of my brain. Like if I see another one of those matrix coats, I go for it, you know, but that was the, today was the first day of the matrix coat that awesome. I, and, yeah. and it's just cause you saw it on the street. So you decided to make a series out of it. I saw more than one and that's always how it happens. You know what I mean? Once I see something twice, I'm like, Oh, all right, let me, let me look more. You awesome. know what I mean? Cool. And sometimes they fizzle out and then sometimes they, they become something. Right. right. Yeah. All right. Let's go into the first question from cool. at Eastman CL. Where'd you get the idea to photograph everyday New Yorkers as if they were celebrities? How How is this project born? It's from Bill Cunningham, the guy, uh, he was the- R.I.P. Yeah, for, uh, the photographer. Legend. For the, yeah, total legend, like New York staple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I adored him as a person. I never met him personally, but just from interviews and reading yeah. about him and uh, just being in the, you know, in the photography world, you knew about him. And um, did you ever see him doing his thing in the street? Dude. Really? I but feel my like my wife, Kristen, yeah. claimed the fame is that she was photographed by him oh, on wow. 55th Street. Yeah. And so there could, is a connection there. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. We could never find the photo, though. Like we knew that it happened. Like uh-huh. she she knew that it had, she saw him on his bike and come by and stop and take a photo. And we could never find it. I don't yeah. know if it was ever published or. Um, but the day that he died, I was uh, I just went out just to. I've never done it before. I just went out just as a way to like honor him for the day. And I just did it for the day. Just wait, like, wait, wait. You, you started watching New York. The day that on, he died. Yeah. The day oh that he passed God. away. Oh my God. I'm getting the tingles inside. Yeah. That's, it was too, I think it was July, 2016, I think. And, uh, I went out and just did it for fun, like for the day, just to be like, wow. And it was challenging. And I was like, yo, like I never really approached people like this. Not that I, I wasn't talking to them at that point, but I never, snuck pictures not you know i never took right. pictures of strangers like that without like asking yeah, candid shots yeah a little voyeuristic yeah and it was tough and especially in a, in a city like we live in where there's so many people and it's the streets are so crowded um i just found it really challenging and i enjoyed it i thought it was really fun when i went home Kristen, my wife she's really into fashion and when she looked at the photo she was like yo these are like these are good dude like i like these and so she said, you try it again tomorrow, you know? So I went back out and I just, it just tumbled into this and just kept on going. Well, that's an incredible way to start, <laughs> yeah. start this project and an amazing way to honor Bill Cunningham yeah. too. Yeah. Um, did, and then did you start the watching New York account right away or you were posting this on Johnny Cirillo at first? You know, to be honest, it started, it started as I put it up on YouTube. I, that's what I, my, my, the, uh, the initial idea that I had was to, do like I don't know how to explain this. Um, not like ASMR, mm-hmm. A A M S R A S M R A S M R A S M R. But like, um, I wanted. I had like a. I was recording myself the whole time, so I was. I was. I at the time I was having a really hard time sleeping, and I would listen to people talking about things, regular things that they were doing, and I just thought, on the street, just listening. yeah. And I was like, maybe I could just describe what I'm seeing in New York City. And people would be like, you know, oh. and then like you'd hear a dog barking and I would just kind of talk about the dog. And then, you know, I would say, oh, I see somebody cool coming with this jacket or whatever. And then I would clip the picture in on the YouTube, you know. Right. And it only lasted. I did it like a couple episodes and it was like, it just became like too much. Like It wasn't was, the right format. Yeah, it wasn't the right friend. format. Yeah. And then um, then I just, I just, I just did it as a personal thing. I don't know. Just, it was kind of therapeutic, I think. And I, I went out and I did it every day. And I, I don't think I started the Instagram until the, maybe the next year, I think 2017. Um, and and you it, branded it. Yeah. And that's when 
So, yeah. And then, so you started, so it wasn't until a year after where you kind yeah. of branded it and put it on that page. By the way, watching New York, that was an open name on Instagram, too. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? So you got that, and yeah. then right away you started posting, and did it get traction? No, zero quick? traction. It was okay. my mom, it was my brother, it was my wife, you know, being like, yay. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I didn't even know about it until, like, because I... I, I yeah, I'm trying to remember when I discovered watching New York, but I, I remember just uh, like you might have posted it in your stories, and I clicked on it, and I was like, "Oh, you do this whole account," and it's like, has you, all you know. <clears throat> I really have always admired you, and I've I'm that, I'm so honored to be here. And um, Nico, you know New York Nico, like I liked you guys so much, <laughs> and I loved what you guys were doing so much. For some reason, it, I didn't want to tell you guys because. <laughs> I didn't want for one second anybody to think that I was like, yo, check out my shit, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just – like I felt like it was, I was building like real relationships without – I don't know. Like, you know, like Nico, you you guys have a lot of influence and I didn't want like – I didn't ever want like a, a, a hand-me-out or anything like that or pressure. You know what I mean? Like – and I'm sure you get it and like, you know, people will be like, yo, man, can you, can you post this? Like they ask right, me all the time and <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I don't know what to do here, it's you know? It's a lot of pressure, yeah. So for some reason I just like – just didn't mention it. And I just like kept on going with it and just, it was just something I enjoyed to do. I, I don't, I didn't, I never at a bazillion years thought that it would get like this. Right. You know, I just, I did, just didn't, it was a personal photography project really. Yeah. I mean, and it shows that, you know, you care about it a lot and you put in the work, like just like today, you, you know, you've been shooting since 7 30 AM or something. Yeah. Um, I'll probably get like one or two shots out of, out of the day. You know, it's like, really, it's fun though. Yeah. I don't want to be doing anything else. That's what it's about. Yeah. And then so from, so this has been personal work, right? And then so from this personal work, I can imagine has this led to a lot of paid opportunities? Yeah. Now it has. For like the longest time I fought it and I was like, no, man, I'm just going to like stay true to my art. And like, then all of a sudden I was like, well, now we bought a house and I'm like, oh, now we have a kid. Right. You know? And I'm like, also the demand has ramped up because it's gotten it's gotten bigger. Also, like you're you're a photographer, you should be able to mix like you know your personal work and and this you know obviously resonates with a lot of people. Why not if you're if you're uh, if you're getting asked to shoot these cool opportunities and make some money yeah. of things that you're excited about? Why not? Why not? Don't yeah. feel bad. About no, that, now so. I don't feel bad yeah. about it anymore. Also, just because since the demand has gotten so big, it's like my options are either. Uh, you know, I have to go get a job. Like I was, I was a freelance photographer for 10 years. I did weddings, engagements, all that stuff. I can't do both anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I, so I'm fully focused just on doing this and anything else that I do creatively. I'm, I don't, I'm not like, I can't, I'm not good at multitasking. I need to just do one thing right. and focus on it. So, so what kind of, uh, jobs have you gotten from this? Like have people asked you to shoot similar things for their brands? Yeah. Um, like what I like about it is, um, I've been trying to really keep it like I just made, signed a contract with myself that's going to be on my terms. Like I don't want to like, you know, break from that. So um, like Levi's, you know, is like, hey, man, we want to we want to do a post with you. So I was like, I'll, all right, I'll do it. I'll, I'll camp out and I'll I'll ask people who's wearing Levi's. And if I get enough, when I get a folder of 10, I'll let you know. And then I'll make right. a post and I'll, I'll make it a paid, spon- you know, paid ad from through Levi's. Awesome. So I've been doing things like that. And then, you know, um, so that's, that, and that's really like organic too, you know, it's organic. It. Yeah. Instead of yeah. like, you know, planting some fake people on your yeah. page that weren't that I, I respect that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, um, Pinterest reached out to me and they wanted me to be their fashion week correspondent for the week. That was awesome. 
That's but they cool. were like, yo, we want you to do whatever you want. No filter, nothing. Just like go for it. Shoot what you see, post what you post, but just, you know, let us, we're going to be your, you know, we're going to represent you for the week. Cool. Yeah. So it's been really cool, man. And I got a couple other things in the work. I've turned down some things that they kind of were like, we want you to do this and do that. And I was like, nah, it doesn't like, just doesn't feel right. Right. I just feel like if I, if I, if I do something that, you know, people catch on and I would say, you didn't really mean to I do think that. You, I think you got the right mindset for this yeah. whole situation. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Cool. So next question from Air Vince one What camera gear do you shoot with, and can you walk us through the process of how you shoot this project? So, yeah, what, what gear? Would you mind sharing what gear you shoot this no. whole series on? I can uh, imagine a long lens. Yeah, it's 200 millimeter only, fixed. I oh, wow. Yeah, I don't um, – I don't – shoot with anything besides 200 millimeter. I did it because it was like a good challenge at the beginning because mm-hmm. you know how it is. And 200 gets gets to you real quick. You know what I mean? Like they could be uh, on the bottom quarter of the frame and within just six, seven steps, they're full frame. Right. It's really tough. And when there's people in between you and everything. Um, but I enjoyed, I really, I, I thought it was cool to like try to get them separated in this big city, right. you know, with this long lens that, you know, um, so I use the 200 millimeter. I, I shoot a Canon. Um, for like the last five years, I've been using the 5D Mark IV, which okay. I love. But I just it just ran its course, and it just kind of started breaking down. The shutter dial stopped spinning. Uh-huh. I mean, you're taking a lot of photos all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> counted the last bunch of years and just kept track. Uh, I haven't shot less than like 60 or 70 thousand photos in the last like few years. Um, and they say they only good for like 200, 250 thousand right. photos. Um, so I've you know got my money worth, but. Uh, I just switched over to Canon. All these numbers and letters are <laughs> five. Oh, uh, yep. Is that think, the mirrorless? Yeah, it's cool. mirrorless, and um, it's difficult. I'm having a hard time adjusting to uh-huh. it. It's like it's not the same right. vibe anymore. It's a little slower. I would imagine. It's a little bit slower. Yeah. The battery really drains quickly because mm-hmm. you're looking like a, you're looking at a computer screen when you look through the right, right, right. you know the view the viewfinder or whatever. Uh, we we got a chat later. I want I want you to switch to Sony. I, I could say some. I'm a Sony guy. You know. Yeah, I could be um, convinced at this point. Yeah, I think I can convince you, but that'll come. Canon's been kind of snobby too. Like when I'm like, yo, I'm having a little problem with this. You know, they're like, well, I'll figure it out. Go on YouTube. Hey, I'm the like, people at Sony are amazing. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you a Sony guy? Like, I am. I am. Yeah. I'm oh. part of the ambassador program. Oh, so. <laughs> after I talked to you that day in the park, I reached out to Canon. I'm like, yo, Sony's got this thing. Like, why don't you guys do this? They do, but they they have it's it's a lot different. There's like barely as many creators on their list. I'm pretty sure. Last time I checked. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, I can't speak for Canon too much. I just know Sony is a great community. Yeah, and, cool. And um, I personally think they have the best cameras. All right. <laughs> but then a day, a camera doesn't matter. But yeah. if if you have a choice, I would choose yeah. Sony. In a way, it does. You know what I mean? In a way, it does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to a certain at the. I mean, it's a whole conversation. It is. It is yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, what's the the second part of the question? Can you walk us through this process of how you shoot this whole project? Um. So. I, I try to see as far down the block as I can. I try to catch people way, way off. Do you have a spot that you go to specifically, or is My, it Bedford Ave in general? I or? usually just go up and down Bedford Avenue, mm-hmm. and then sometimes like I'll dip into the city. Sometimes I'll go into Greenpoint, but um, a lot of times I I stand on the corner of North. Excuse me, I stand on the corner of North Fifth and Bedford, mm-hmm. um, which is right across the street from Joe's Pizza. Right. With no bathroom. With no bathroom. <laughs> Joe's, I love Joe's, yeah. but no bathroom. Yeah. If you try to get a slice, you want to wash your hands. <laughs> you got to wash up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then it's also right next to Awoke Vintage, which is like one of my favorite vintage shops. 
And so it, sometimes people come right out of that dude, shop. It causes just, a funnel. It causes, ooh, you know that's I mean? smart. I like that. It's like that. a little, a little salmon. Do they know? Current. Does a woke know about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they've been really nice. They've actually been like, if you ever need the bathroom, come in. Oh, that's awesome. Liz is the owner. She's super sweet. I'm not like I don't do anything for them. It's just yeah. organic the way that it happens. Right. They got that really recognizable sure. pink bag that oh. everybody walks out with. Right. So. I'm sure you bring them business. So she probably loves. I don't it. have any idea exactly <laughs> what happens, but um, right. but it's a good place to sit because it becomes like a channel of people coming and going. There's also like a little bit of a hump on the curb there where I can get up another few inches. I could see kind of over everybody's head a little right. bit, and I try to see somebody from at least a full block away. And then I start positioning myself because if I see them from a block away and I see that there's people in front of them or behind them, I start running down the block. I usually go about two two blocks, two and a half blocks before I get the shot, get them separated. Oh, wow. I get the shot. I look at it real quick. If I got what I am happy with, if I don't, I keep on running. Right. <laughs> if I get what I'm happy with, then I just – I approach them, you know, ask them, hey, man, I shoot street fashion and I took a candid photo of you. Would you mind if I shared it on my social media? Yeah. And that's the process. Right. And usually if they're into it, we usually sit and chat for a moment. You know what I mean? Otherwise they tell me to scram and that's it. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really, you mentioned you sometimes dip into Manhattan, maybe Soho to shoot. Yeah. Or, it's funny because like right when you said that, I thought of the photographers on Soho. There's like a group of photographers that chill on like one Soho corner, like so, like uh, Broadway in spring maybe. Yeah. And like I always see a photographer or a group of them there like photographing street style ish photos yeah. or fashion in general. Yeah. I've never seen anyone do it in Williamsburg. And Williamsburg is like Bedford Ave is like the new Soho pretty much. Yeah, and you know it's uh I've I've never seen photographers really camp out there like like them. So Yeah. And you're actually, that guy now. You're the you're the yeah, I'll take it, man. I'll and do it. And you're just doing it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So to be honest, it started off as um it started off because I'm, I live in Greenpoint, mm-hmm. so I, you know, especially when I, I, well, I was going into the city a lot more before I had my kid. When I had my kid, I, ha- I was on the stroller with him when he was a baby, so I would walk into Williamsburg with the stroller, and that's as far as like my legs could really take me with the stroller, and then right. I'd photograph people, and then I started noticing that in uh, in Williamsburg the acceptance rate was much higher than Manhattan. Huh. And, you know, I, I wait a long time to get a photo sometimes. And then people in Manhattan are in a rush and, and they, right. the, 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 the rate, the ratio is like 50% of the people in Manhattan tell me, no, no, I'm, I'm too busy. I got to go. I got to go. Uh, in Williamsburg, it's like 98% of the people oh, are like, hell cool. yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I, you know, I, I, I could do more here almost. And I'm proud of the town. You know what I mean? I've been here since for 20 right. years. It just you know makes I mean? sense. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Cool. Question from at Mirko. Do people tend to notice you when you start to photograph them? Also, love your work. Thanks, Mirko. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, the 200 millimeter lens is like pretty, a pretty, it gives you a good it's buffer a, zone. Right. Yeah. It's, oh, I, w- I thought you were going to say uh, people mm, can notice recognize it. Recognize Nah. Because these, these cameras, I mean, these lenses are huge. So yeah, it's this like, is like, you know, it's probably not Size of a hoagie. 12-foot hoagie. You call it a hoagie? Is that what you hoagie? call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm from Pennsylvania. I don't know. If is that what they yeah. call it in Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah. A hoagie? It's like awesome. a wah-wah hoagie. <laughs> Dude, I love that. <laughs> hoagie sounds appetizing. Is me. that not a New York thing? Uh, people... We call it heroes. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hoagies yeah. are heroes. I didn't realize those were a clo- That makes sense. Okay. I always get excited when I, I hear did... somebody say hoagie, though. <laughs> I just put two and two together. Yeah, that's just what I grew up knowing. So, yeah. Some words <laughs> make you really f- understand what it is. Right. You know, like a hoagie is just like, yeah, dude, it's like a big beefy sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, but, yeah, it is a, it is a, it's the size of a hoagie. And, uh, but it's so far away. 
I would say the average person I'm shooting is probably 60, 70 feet away mm-hmm. from me, you know, and everybody's occupied. Most of the time people are looking at their phone or it's a lot right. of things to see in, in Williamsburg and stuff. So um, sometimes they do notice me. And when they do notice me, sometimes I get a little bit of an extra pizzazz the way that they, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I'll, they'll notice me and I'll run. And then they'll put their phone in their pocket. You know what I mean? Right. They'll put, you'll do something else, whatever. Put People shirt. get excited. That's awesome. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, it's I really know cool. sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm a New Yorker. Sometimes I get photographed just yeah. by someone random and I notice it. And I I think I do, you know, I, I either just pretend I'm natural, even though I notice it, I pretend I'm like naturally doing what I'm doing in that environment yeah. or I do give a little pizzazz. Yeah, yeah, totally. Although I do feel weird, weird sometimes. There's been a couple of times where someone like comes right in my face and takes a photo and then I'm just like, Ugh. I'm not into that, dude. Yeah, I'm not into that. There's, I mean, there's, a, there's a way to do it. Yeah. But, uh, some, somebody today told me after they noticed me, uh, they were like, oh, I saw you. And she goes, I immediately forgot how to walk. I was like, yeah, so funny. <laughs> She's like, I knew you were so taking funny. pictures. I forgot how to walk. I love it. Yeah. So in reverse, question from Bill Waters, has anyone ever been upset that you photographed them? And have you made friends with any of the people that you photographed? I like that name, Bill Waters. That's cool. I wonder what he does. What do you think he does? It's funny you ask because Bill Waters is right here producing the podcast. Will is at Bill Waters. No way. He's also a musician. He's got some pretty good music. That's a good name. You nailed it. You have good music? (laughs) I'd like to hear it. I'd love to hear it. Uh, can we pipe it into these headphones? Um, we'll, we'll play a song after this pod. So what was it? What was the question? So the, it was a two-part question. Okay. So first part, has anyone ever been upset that you've photographed them? Yo, can I tell you an exclusive story? That's what we're here for. Oh, shit, man. I kind of told myself I wasn't going to say this. <laughs> Someone got really mad. Today? I, no, no. Uh, this is like a year and a half ago. Okay. I got flipped off. I got mm-hmm. yelled at. Um. He was a, he's a famous actor. Oh. Yeah, he got pissed. He had just won an Oscar. <laughs> like just like that day? No, 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 uh, not that day. Um, right, can we share his name? Or yeah, is it should his, we? I, I mean, yeah. All right, well, here's the situation. Here's okay, what happened. Okay. I saw this, these two people walking down the street. I didn't notice the guy. I noticed the girl. She was, had this really, really awesome long coat on. Excuse me, guys. I'm so sorry. She had this really <laughs> long coat on. And... Uh, she looked really – she just looked awesome, and she was like one of those people I was like, all right. So I usually – what I'll do is I'll look through the lens first, and I'll mm-hmm. just see, and then I'll go and position myself. So I looked through the lens. I saw – I said, oh, yeah, she's, she, she looks really good. So I ran up like half a block, and as soon as I turned around, they must have – because they used to paparazzi, I guess. He noticed, spun his girl around, and gave me the finger, flipped me off, and walked the entire length of the block until he turned down like North 6th Street and wow. walked away from me. And then he – I recognized who it was, and I was like, "Oh shit, that was you know whoever." Should I say? Who can, I, can I guess? Yeah, I guess. All right, give me give me some hints. Give me a couple hints. Uh, okay, got an Oscar recently. He's like he's what? a great in, actor. Um, he's, you know, he's younger. Nicholas Cage. No, oh, fuck, I wish, man. I'd, I'd love to get beaten up by Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, let me guess. Uh, Martin Short. No. Oh uh, man. Okay, Jeremy Renner. No. Okay. Uh, Alec Baldwin. No, no. Um, okay, let me give it one more guess. One more guess. Let's see. Recently won an Oscar. Is I, damn, I don't watch those awards. I sh- oh, really? I mean, I do, I and then the I just I, I sometimes do. Uh, who won an Oscar recently? I don't know. Um, tell me. All right. It was. It was. He, he won an Oscar for portraying uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh, Rami, Rami Malek. Malek. Yeah. Oh. 
Wow, I've ha- I have a story with him too. Do you really? Yeah. Can we like talk kinda, about it so that yeah, I don't feel yeah. like I just like I threw mean, him under the bus? So what happened was every year I like photographing the Easter Day Parade on 56th Street. Okay. Like, you know, right where the cathedral, St. Yeah, Patrick's sure. Cathedral is. Um, it's just a fun thing to photograph because people, you know, create their own hats and, yeah. just, you know. I love your photos from that parade every thank year. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, and this was while, this was probably like five years ago when Robot Man, what's that show called? Oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. <laughs> so he was popping on that show along with his co-star, which I forget her name. But they were actually both there, and I noticed them. And I was watching that show, and I was like, oh, cool. And I asked, you know, I was do, I was doing my Today I Photographed, pro- I mean, I still do my mm-hmm. Today I Photograph project, but at that point it was like every day. Yeah. And I, I didn't get my daily portrait of the day then. So okay. I went up to him and I told him like, hey, I do this project where I photographed a person once a day. Can I, can I photograph you for my portrait yeah. today? And he told me no. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's okay. Um, I didn't yeah. push it too much. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I just asked and if it wasn't down, cool. And that was it. But then he was like. He was like, no, but uh, if you want, we could get a selfie, though. And I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. I, I'd actually, I don't need a selfie, but I would love to, like, take a photo of you. And he's like, oh, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, oh, why not? And then he's like, I don't know. He like, kind of explained to me, and I don't I didn't really understand it. Like, something with, I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, but I'll take a selfie with you. And I'm like, okay. So then I took, I never take <laughs> selfies with yeah. celebrities, really. Yeah. Um, but we took a selfie together. So you have the selfie, and he 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 was nice, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I I think he was nice because I was I didn't just photograph him. This is why I bring it up because I think I guess like you just photographed him with that. Like I yeah, I mean I asked. It was a different situation. Yeah yeah. But yeah, I asked yeah. him. I guess he like appreciated that. I asked him. Totally. So that's why he was like, "You want to take a selfie though?" Which I still don't really understand why. Yeah, it's still a photo of him. I'm just like with him. Right, right. Yeah, so, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. But I got it. Like in his defense. Um, I, I don't think that he's like an – can I curse on here? Yeah. I don't think he's an asshole for, yeah. for flipping me off. You know what I mean? It's intrusive, and I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I can, like, talk to him and be like, you know – I because, I, I like, NBC did an interview with me, and they asked me, and I, like, didn't talk about right. it because I was like, I don't want to, like, throw him under the bus. But now, like, at the at the time, I was like, oh, it feels like a big deal to get a photo of him. You know what I mean? But I told, like, he must be getting his picture taken nonstop. Yeah. You got to put yourself, like, in putting yourself in his shoes. It's like, he probably, you know, any celebrity, really, if you're walking around yeah. New York, that's got to be so annoying. I can't, I can't imagine. But at the same time, if he knew about your project and what you were doing with it, if he knew, he probably wouldn't have, you know, he I know, probably would I have know. been excited to be a but part it. But he was pretty, just thought it was paparazzi. Yeah, of you course, know, so. of course. Uh, but he, he went around the, like, I knew. I know the streets. I know where he was probably going. I'm like, he's probably going to the subway, and he's uh-huh. over here and blah, blah. So I was like, I'm going down there, you know? So I went down there, and I saw him. <laughs> oh, God. And, and I was, like, was like, I'm like, I'm just going to – no, he was he, – he, he, he said something when he flipped me off, which I didn't, I didn't hear what he said, but he sh- kind of shouted something or said something under his breath loud enough for me to hear. Mm-hmm. But then when he went around, when he went around, I'm like, I got to say something to him, you know? So I, I went up, and I was just like, yo, dude. I'm like, like – I put my camera behind my back. I was like, yo – and he was like, "What's up, man? What's up?" Like, and I was like, "Yo, I wasn't. I, was, I explained to him what I was doing, yeah. you know." And I was like, "I I'm, didn't mean to offend you. I'm a big fan of your work. I didn't recognize that it was even you until after you flipped me off." Oh, you explained this whole thing. Man. Yeah, I wow. did. And we were like walked together for a moment. Oh, and he ended up being really nice about it. You know, he was like, "All right, all right, all right." And then, like, I wish I would have been like, "So, yeah, <laughs> can I go?" Um, <laughs> no, I think it's the good call. Good I just call like left it did. at that because yeah, yeah. I was like, my like hands were sweating. I was like, yeah. "You like." Um, but yeah, but yeah, so that was, uh, besides that, yes, people do get angry. Yeah. That's not the only time I've, I've been yelled at a couple times. I got grabbed by the neck, 
Uh, Only like six months ago. What? Yeah, man. Right in uh, in front of Fabian, the restaurant over there. And the stupid thing was that I wasn't even photographing. I was photographing some girl walking down the street. And then uh, this guy was on a date, I think, with with a girl that he wasn't supposed to be. And I just got yanked by the neck and he pulled me over. And uh, and I was like, yo, what's going on here, dude? And like, chill out. You should have been and, like, dude, I'm doing my job. I'm a private investigator. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how much are these pitches worth? Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so he was like, yo, you, let me see your camera. Show me your camera. What'd you just take? What'd you just take? I'm like, you know, so I had to explain to him what I was doing. And he was being really aggressive with me. So I was just like, I showed him like, yeah, I don't even know who you are. Um, but yeah, people get angry. It comes with the territory, I think. You know yeah. what I mean? You're taking pictures of people, you know, unknowingly. Right. It's going to happen from time to time. Yeah. But that was the only time I've been like physically accosted, you know. Wow. It, wasn't, it was just like, it wasn't rough. It was just like kind of grabbed me and pulled me off the side of the sidewalk. Okay. And I was like, it was just kind of jarring though, you know what I mean? De- definitely. Yeah. Just fire. Yeah. Yeah. Then did you like take the rest of the day off I after did, that? Yeah. <laughs> I like kind of like played it cool for a minute and I was like, I'm kind of shooken up from that. You know what I mean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out. Yeah. <laughs> and then have you made friends with any of the people that you photographed, build any relationships with? Uh, yeah. Have, I know, I know one that you know this guy that uh, is a repeat uh, person on your page, Darnell. Yeah, Darnell, dude, Darnell's the man. He's always got great fashion. Yeah, man, he, he just, really has. He's just always on the street. You're bumping into him in different outfits all yeah, the time. Yeah, he, he, you know, from where he lives to where he works, he comes kind of right through my pathway all the time. Uh-huh. I, I see him almost, I see him once or twice a week at least. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, I made a lot of good friends. It's crazy how many nice people I've met along the way, and that I keep and they invite me to fun things, and I've had like some real good, meaningful conversations with people, and I've learned a lot. You like know, this one right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude, <laughs> this is like another level for me to be sitting here. It's awesome. We're just chatting. Yeah, but it's it's rad, dude. It's really cool. So, question from at Treon Wave. How did you come up with the name Washing New York? What was that process? Did you just think of it right away? It was available on Instagram, bada bing, bada boom, or was it a little bit of a process? <laughs> uh, my wife and I, Kristen, Kristen's like a major part of the uh, of the project. She's she's like the brain behind everything, pretty much. I take the pictures, and you know, we come up with the captions together and stuff. And um, she she's super fashionable. She people take taking her picture all the time. She's always she wears, she, you know, she claims to have never worn the same outfit twice. She's like. The house that we bought, the selling point was the the closet. This gigantic closet because she just has so, and somehow the clothes have spilled out of the closet and they're in my son's room. They're yeah. in our guest room. Yeah. We got n- more dressers now. It's like it's never ending. So she's really into that world, and uh, so she's kind of final say on what goes in and what happens. So when we when we, when it she she thought that it had potential from the beginning. So I was just gonna make it like. You know, Johnny, whatever. I was going to just make him whatever name. I wasn't really thinking too much about it. Like what, Johnny takes photos? (laughs) Johnny, New York York Johnny? Right, yeah. Oh, my God, no. Um, But not that there's anything wrong with that, but like just because of New York, New York. I mean, just the name watching New York is so good. We went through, there was probably like. It's the project. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, Although some guy the other day is like, are you watching New York or are you watching the people of New York? I don't get it. And I'm like, the people are, are New York. That's yeah. what makes it New York. Yeah. Also, um, less is more. Watching people in New York, that's way too many words. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I think, yeah, also it's just like, you know, it's cool for me to see it as a New Yorker, but also I think it's it's arguably maybe better for, you know, New York is a thing that everyone wants to know. Like, you're you're giving a live view of what people are wearing and yeah. the different uh, trends that are happening, where they're starting, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's just all happening so 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't know. Just I think it's just such an interesting uh, thing to be documenting cool. every like yeah. almost every day. This is like one of the last people I shot today was this girl from India. And she she lost her mind, and she was yeah. like, "Yo, I've been following you since the very beginning of the pandemic." <laughs> and she's like, "I just want to." She's like, "I want you to know that when I leave here, I'm gonna cry. Like, I'm gonna be. I'm so excited." And she goes, "And I just want you to know, like, you've reached my whole entire group of friends in India, like on the other side of the world. We all talk. We share your pictures with each other. And we." She's like, "I've changed my style because of this." And wow. so that like makes me feel really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I'm like, whoa. I like. I never think that like, like when I hit post, it's like goes over all the way over there yeah you know what i mean i'm like damn that's like it's a weird thing to think about totally you know the also pa- for the longest time for like three years i probably had less than 100 people following it and it was you know so i just kept on doing it as a way to just document so what was the moment was there a moment where it just like someone shared it and it blew up and started getting the snowball rolling or there, like yeah there was like a couple moments i think i think there was like three different kind of moments. One moment was this, like my longtime buddies that run this page called green pointers in mm-hmm. Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Um, Julia, uh, I was like, I was doing it for about two years already, uh, maybe even three years. And I was like, yo man, do you want to like link up and we'll do like something on the weekend, like on Sunday? Well, I'll do like a roundup of my favorite looks from the week. And she was like, yeah, all right, that sounds cool. So we did, we started something called fashion Sunday. Um, Sunday spelt like ice cream Sunday. Nice. Uh, and, uh, so we started doing that and that started because they have like, you know, a good following, you know, 50, 60,000 followers. And they started and then some people started jumping on at that point um, and then it leveled off. And then when I had like uh, I probably had like three or four thousand f- followers, this girl named Rachel Martino, uh, who's super sweet. She lives in the neighborhood. She's like a fashion, like a Brooklyn, fa- New York fashion, like icon girl. Uh, she posted me in her story being like, if you like fashion, you got to follow this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea she was even following me. I knew who I was. But that made me jump up like over 10,000. Wow. And then NBC did a piece on me. And that's what this Joel Gargiulo, the great Joel Gargiulo, uh, she was. She hit me up. Yo, man, I want to do a story on you comparing me to Bill Cunningham, which mm, is like, you know. That's full circle right there. Yeah. yeah. Totally. The, the, the piece that came out was the, the whole thing was comparing me to Bill Cunningham. Which wow. Is like, yeah. I don't compare myself to him whatsoever. Yeah. I swear. Like, but you're, no, you're, he's a big inspiration of, in your work. Huge inspiration. So but I still, yeah. I still, I study all his stuff. Like yeah. I look at, I got his books and I look at them and I go through and every time I look through, I find something new. I say, oh, look at what he did here. Right, right. You know, and like 50 years of doing that, you know. Um, but after NBC, then it went in all, it went in the taxis in New York. And I think that's what made it go, start going oh, up. Oh, it went in the taxis. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, really uh, cool. and then, so those were like the three main, and then, uh, just general sharing. I think people get excited when they see someone that they know, uh, on the page and then they share it and it's yeah, just been, absolutely. you know, I've been very fortunate and really lucky. It's just got, got shared around a lot. I, I mean, guess. it's just going to keep growing cause you're photographing more people and they're just going to want to share it. And then everyone in their circle is like, Oh, this account's awesome. And then yeah. it's Thanks, awesome. Man. Yeah. Cause, uh, how many followers you got now? Uh, over five fifty, I think five hundred fifty thousand, five hundred sixty thousand. Can you imagine yourself with the one M? No, no way. <laughs> I can't imagine that it gets to one million. But if it does, holy crap! I if, mean, if it does, let me know if you have a party. I'd love to. Yeah, right, one right, million cool. party. Yeah, um, cool. I mean, I wouldn't have thought it would have got to five thousand, let alone five hundred thousand. It's just, it's, it's kind of blows my mind still. It's just, it's, be- it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it, it's really nice, man. It's really cool. Question from at Misadventures of MM. Do you get a lot more commission work from starting? I guess we already talked about that. So let's move on to the next one, which okay. is from Professor underscore Tape. 
What's the biggest challenge of doing this series? Um, I, I, this is not going to be an answer that probably everybody cares about, but I hate being away from my wife and my kid. And, and it's, it's, it's uh, at the age that he's at, three years old, it's a super, super magical time. And this is something that before I had kids, I'd roll my eyes at anybody who said this. Yeah. And I was like, all right, dude, come on. You know, but <laughs> he just, he means the world to me. And every moment is so precious with him that it's tough. It's tough to just be, you know, like I've been here for three days now. You know, he's out on Long Island. He was here with me last week for the week, which uh-huh. was awesome. Not that we're not separated or anything. Right, like that. right, just, right. We have yeah. uh, We have a house and then we have an apartment here. So, right. and my wife's very busy with work and stuff. So we, you know, we come back and forth. <clears throat> but when I'm out here, um, like, you know, I slept, you know, I've been here for a couple of days now. I just really miss him. So that's, as far as like, personally, that's the, right. the hardest thing is just kind of being away from, from home and, and, and the right. kid. And, and it's that. so important to like be creating your art and work on your personal projects, but at the same time, yeah. it's just all, it's all a balance. Yeah. And, and it is, it is important to kind of get away a little, you know, I, like when I'm home, it's my favorite place to be, but I'm struggling with ideas and captions and photo editing and I'm rushing things. And he, you know, he goes to bed, let's say nine o'clock. I'm kind of burnt out at that point. Yeah. You know, it's been a long day already. Three-year-olds are, they got a lot of energy, man. I've been imagine. playing with dinosaurs all day at that point. A <laughs> hundred bike rides, you know, on my back, like going down to the water, taking them around, toys playing, like, right, you know, right. it's a lot. nine o'clock, you're like, you're shot. You just want to veg out. So it's good to get away too, but I do, I do miss the fam when I'm, when I'm here. Fair. A uh, question from Smells Like BK. If you could photograph street fashion in any city, where would it be? Uh, besides New York? Besides New York. Oh, man. Uh, Milan. Uh, I always, like, whenever I see, like, something that I, or, uh, I, I'd pick, I'd say Milan, but um, Tokyo has some really mm. amazing stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the stuff that, like, turns me on when I'm looking at, like, street fashion is coming from Milan or Tokyo. Cool. Paris has a lot of cool stuff, too. But I've also never been to Italy. My family, I have family really? that lives I, in Italy. I feel like you, are, aren't you Italian? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Italian. So, my dad still goes. My mom goes. Wow. And uh, my dad still got his cousins there and stuff. You never, you never wanted to no, go? I've never been on an airplane before. Oh, you've never been Dude. on an airplane? You have a fear of airplanes? Or? I don't know what it is. I, I have a fear of a lot of things. I got, like, so much anxiety, I feel like. But um, it's not. I don't think it's airplanes. Like, if you, if, if you were like, hey, d- guess what? There's an airplane right here. Yeah. We can go on it right now, and I'll take you somewhere. I'd you, be like, oh, I could do that. You'd be down. But if you, you have to think about it for a while. It, dude. You got it. Interesting. Same with, that, that was my problem with photography with weddings and stuff, too. Mm. I hated that. Yeah. You know, they were like, you got to be here at this time. Don't let us down. You know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck, I can't, I can't do this. Interesting. That's why all my jobs that I do now, it's my, I'm like, okay, I'll, so I'll, what if you get, what if you get a really amazing job opportunity now that your page is getting uh, more traction and it's something you really want to do? Let's say, it's in LA. I you, got an offer like two days ago for LA. Wow! Can yeah. you share? Can you share what it uh, was? Or? Yeah. What was it? Um, shoot. Uh, hold on. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. okay. If you, if it comes up, let me know. But yeah. say it's like a job that you've been wanting to do, you really want to do, but you have to fly to get there. Are Are you ready to do that yet, or no? No, I'm not. I'm really? not. I'm in. Th- I go to therapy, and okay. the the reason why I started therapy like a couple of years ago was to try to get me over this. Yeah. Like, I also want to take my kid to Disney. Uh-huh. You know, um, I it, it's the it's the build up. It's it really is. It's like the build up, and like I don't know if you have anxiety, but my anxiety really like mm-hmm. gets inside me and like starts tearing me apart. And like, so I just say, 
well, fuck it. I don't want to do that anymore. Then yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to make that hap- my feeling happen to me inside. Yeah. Uh, so I've just been putting it off. Now right. I'm like 41 years old. I'm like, shit, man. Like, Hey, it's ne- it's never too late. Yeah. Um, hey, at the end of the day, it's your choice. I have anxiety too, but in, in different ways. Yeah. Um, and I fear, I mean, my main fear is just needles. Really? So I have no tattoos. Like, I, yeah, I'm scared. I mean, I got vaccinated, but yeah. It was uh it's 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 a process for but me. But what you know? is the fear? Is the fear like the moment of the needle or is the fear, oh my god, I gotta get a needle? Like everything before and yeah. then the moment and then even afterwards, just the thought that something was like got injected inside of me. I don't yeah. know. I just like you know, I I don't get any type of needles unless I have to. Yeah. Like, you know, what happens to you and, physically or mentally? Uh no you know, at this point, I'm, like, pretty okay about it. I just accept that it's going to happen, but I'm still just, like, I just don't. Like, now I'm going to, you know, I have to get the booster soon. Yeah, yeah. And Ditto. I just really don't want to. Not because I don't believe it. Like, I, of course, I want to have it. I want I, I just wish I could fast forward that part kind yeah. of thing. Like, the whole process, it, it's my it's my fear. I get a lot of anxiety from Dude. it. I just hate the whole idea of needles. It freaks me out. I, this is- when I was a kid, I, I didn't want to get a shot, so... I jumped out the uh, hospital window and ran no. and ran home. Oh, so this is deep, man. Yeah, it's uh, this is a deep cut. Well, some something happened when I was young, where I was like four, and ever since then, yeah. yeah. So I got I have an anxiety. Yeah, ever yeah. Since then. Dude, it's funny the way anxiety works. Everybody has like their own story where yeah. they're like, because like, like for you, you're probably like, I mean, do you, I see a tattoo on your arm. Is needles just so easy to you? It's like second. Yeah, that's nature. what I'm saying. But I, but I, I understand where you're coming from. Right. Like I'm, I don't, I, I never look at someone who tells me that they have anxiety about something, and I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous, Jeremy. Yeah. It's a needle. It's nothing. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it's ridiculous that you have an. It's it's a it's a pretty normal. A, a decent amount of people have a fear of airplanes. Like it's like it's it's, it's it's not really the fear of the airplane. It's it's called anticipatory anxiety. That's oh. what I've been told, and it's oh. a, a fear of uh, approaching something that's coming, and when you don't exactly know what it's going to be like. Like mm-hmm. I've never been on an airplane, so I, I'm fearful of it. Uh, even with with shooting weddings, you know, what I mean, I'd. The bigger the occasion was, the more anxiety I'd have because people were relying on me, you know, and, and then you get, then in the well, day is raining and you're like, what am I going to uh, do now? And like, I'm not good with my flash. And like, now I'm like, you know, I think I'm worried that they're not going to, I'm going to You don't want to have people. to rely on anyone or anything else. Yeah. You want to be able to be in full control and know that totally. you can deliver. Yes. Yeah. Totally. That's like my whole. So what if, what if I propose this to you that, uh, you know, you have the wedding. I mean, I'm just playing devil's mm-hmm, advocate. Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't think this will help at all. But yeah. uh, you know, you have to shoot this wedding on Friday, right? Yeah. What if you get a flight to fly in on Tuesday? So if the flight doesn't get there, you know, if it gets delayed, the latest you'll get there is Wednesday. And if the worst case situation happens where it's two days delayed, you'll get there still a day early. Yeah. I mean, what would happen to me would be like the moment that we like booked the flight, it would just be the looming dark cloud that was getting closer and closer to me. That I feel like in in my mind, like a fuse would blow at some point in my brain, right. and I just couldn't handle it anymore. And that's what happens. It just builds up, builds up, and I'm like, "Well, it's like Tuesday now, right. you know, it's this day <laughs> now." And I just get like worse and worse, and like, you know, I just feel like I don't know. I can't, like, you know, it just just gets inside of me. So interesting. Now yeah. I just avoid shit, which is not good. I mean, I talked to a therapist, and, right. and she's super helpful and great. Cool, like, you know. So, just, so do you think you will, in your lifetime, will you be on a flight? And this is my last question about, I know we're talking totally, about this a yeah. while. I, no, yeah. I'm just um, interested in this. I so. do want to. I, and I really want it to be because my kid wants to see something. Right. Uh, Cash, his name is Cassius. He saw uh, a, the beginning of a Disney movie this morning. Kristen told me he was watching Luca and he mm-hmm. saw um, the castle in the beginning. And he was like, mommy, what is that? Is that a castle? And she's like, yeah. He's like, is it real? 
And she's like, kind of, yeah, there is a castle like that. And he's like, I want to see it. And I'm like, that's it. Like, I, now I just, I got to get over it. Like, I got to get there for him. You know what I mean? So hopefully that'll... I think that'll be a way you could get over it is, is when you do it for your son. Yeah. Because you yeah. do it for the love of someone else, totally. not necessarily for your, yeah. for your son. But you know, as as I've grown with this project, I've noticed my confidence getting stronger um, with age also. You know what I mean? And I, I'm noticing, and it could be because of therapy too, but my anxiety has been suppressing more and more and dissipating in certain areas that it used to give me anxiety. So I'm hoping that it'll just keep on going that way. And um, who knows? I don't so know. So it's safe to say... That you're growing as an artist right now and growing as a person? Yeah, for sure. So what's yeah. your height this year? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a really bad joke. Uh, next question from at Bushwick Moods. Who is your favorite street photographer? I'm going to add in there besides Bill Cunningham. Who's your favorite photographer? Ooh, um, my favorite photographer? Let's go favorite photographer. And you- You're not going to like this answer. Please don't say what it. Dude, I have looked up to Jeremy Cohen. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it, it, I mean, you can ask any of my friends. You, you know, I, when I got the message from you, like, yo, you want to be on the podcast, I was sitting, sitting at the kitchen table, and I was like, yo, I can't believe this shit. <laughs> I'm like, I love this dude, man. <laughs> and whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, being honest with you here, I've always told you for years uh, how much I've respected your work. And it, 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 you're, you're, the way that you capture moments – you have put so much emotion behind certain things, and it is a God-given talent that you have mastered, and I really respect your work. So it's always been um, – I've always loved your work. Um, I love – as far as street fashion goes, uh, I really love the sartorialist. I think he's really great. Um, I love Mr. Mort, Mordecai. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? The way that he captures things is really cool. Um Harry Benson is a photographer, not street fashion, but he's, uh, I got to spend an afternoon with him once in his apartment and it, it like, it just like was one of my favorite experiences ever. And that might've had something to do with it, but just going through his archive with him, looking at photos and him telling That's me cool. stories about different things. Yeah. Um, and the way that he came, you know, there's a, there's a famous picture that he took of Donald Trump holding a million dollars and, um, way, way back in the day in the eighties. And, uh, I just asked him, like, oh, like, how did this come, you know, how'd you get, how'd this come about? He was like, we were in one of his casinos. I was hired for the day to take his pictures. And uh, we were taking pictures, and he was like, it was going all right. And I was, you know, and then we went to this vault, and there was, like, money everywhere. And I was like, Donald, can we get you holding a million dollars? And he was like, sure. <laughs> and I was like, and you, when you look at the picture, it's so, it's like, well, that's Harry's, Harry did that. You know, yes. he thought of that. Um, so, yeah, those are some of my favorites. That's awesome. And yeah. Thank you for saying that, by the way. I really yeah, appreciate dude. it. I mean it. I mean it. Cool, cool. Moving on to the next question from at Sizzle Real Gang. Have you ever, oh, sorry. Have you always done fashion photography or tried other styles too? Yeah, I've tried What's a lot of your, uh, background styles. of photography? How did you, uh, when did it start? <sighs> Whoa. Uh, well. In, in short, in short. Yeah, okay. You don't have to go through the whole okay. nine yards. Maybe go through like two of the yards. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I started early on. My mom hooked me up with a camera when I was like probably 13, 14 years old. I got into photography when I was in high school. Uh, I had a really good teacher, Mr. Kasky, Robert Kasky. Um, he like worked me through a lot of things after high school, built my own dark room in my basement uh, until I moved out of the house. I used that dark room. And then I started freelancing. I worked at Colony Studios for a little while, which is on West Street in Greenpoint. Um, and 
just got a lot of inspiration from seeing people in there and, you know, watching photographers. And then I freelanced for 10 years doing whatever, just events, weddings, portraits, um, just whatever would like pay the bills. Mm -hmm. Um, just photographing people though, in general. Yeah. Photographing. And then you would do side project, like personal projects on the side. Yeah. And this is, and watching New York was just another personal project that just kind of, Mm -hmm. I had like, I had done some drone projects with like, you know, Aerial stuff. Oh, I did the window drone project, which was awesome. Thanks. Which man. I saw you photographed my friend Luke in it. He You're friends a- with Luke? Yeah. Get the F out of yeah. here. Luke's awesome. Dude, Luke is the man. Yeah, he's you know, such a nice dude. Holy Great guy. crap. And his brothers are cool. Yeah. I didn't know that you were friends with Luke. Friends with Luke, yeah. Dude, so one I saw, of my I saw that photo in, in the, well, a picture of the newspaper with a... Uh, it was in the New York Times, yeah. Yeah, New York Times. That was my first, yeah. Incredible. That was like a, that was like a good moment for me because it's like the Bill Cunningham thing and New mm-hmm. York Times. Um, yeah, I saw Luke posted it, I think. And I yeah, saw, yeah. I saw it, yeah. Cool. And I actually crashed my drone on that photo that I took of him and his brothers, which was a drag. But, but hey, but worth it for, you know... It was, oh, yeah. yeah so. And I also made me get the next... Like another a newer upgraded drone too, but uh, yeah, oh, Luke's yeah. the man. Yeah, so just different photo projects, whatever. Um, and then um, when I started street fashion, that became like an obsession that I just wanted to continue, and it took away from all the other. Like I still do, you know. I, I love like a sunset. I did a sunset picture today. I like went down to the water. It was really nice. It was like a sunset. sunset. Yeah, yeah, totally. So. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's it. That's the cool. All right, we're in the final stretch of questions. Let's see what we got. Question from at Corte. What's your fashion like? What do you wear? How do you describe your fashion, your style? Oh, man. Uh, I never leave the house without Kristen being like, you look good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I put things on and I'm like, I look in the mirror. I'm like, yeah, dude, I could pull this off. And then Kristen's like, so you, you know. It's, well, let me it's... describe your fit right now for all the listeners. You got a bright yellow highlighter New York sanitation hat. That's a New York sanitation nice. hat. Nice. Yeah. Made by Bongiorno. Amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. And then you are, you got a really thin gold necklace with a medalli- medallion. Why do I always forget the name? What's the name of like the medallion? It's not a medallion. Uh, the crucifix? Oh, you got a, well, not the crucifix. I oh, the see. Italian horn. No, it? just like, oh, pendant. That was the Oh, one. this. So you got a crucifix. Oh, you got a couple chains with a crucifix as well as a pendant that says my son's name, Cassius. Cassius, yep. cool. And then you got a fuzzy wuzzy sweater <laughs> that looks like a lamb, except a sweater. This is the best way I could describe it. You're right? nailing it. Yeah. yeah. And then we got some. What, what pants are we working with here? Some uh, scotch and soda dungarees. Scotch and soda. Nice. Yep, Do you drink it. soda? Uh, seltzer only. Okay. Yeah. What, what's your favorite type of tape? Tape. Yeah. What do you mean tape? Is it scotch? I don't know. Is it, I don't know. I was just hoping. Uh, gorilla know. tape, dude. Okay. Gorilla so so it should be called. So this this these pants should be called grill and salt. Oh, that's scotch a, and salt. Right, right, right. Oh right. my god, dude! Yeah. Right over my I, head. I don't know. My, I dad, love it, dude. It's, it's uh, I'm so, I have dad humor. I'm ahead of my time because I, I don't say, have a kid yet. But yo, my uncle Pete tells the tells like silly jokes twenty four seven nonstop. And uh, you you have Uncle Pete humor. That's the second time yeah, you've done that to me. Shout out Uncle Pete. I got- and then uh, <laughs> and then for the let's see the feet. We got uh, let me let me see if I can name what shoes you're wearing here. Let me see the other side of them. We got pff, I don't know what to call those. What, yeah, I'm look- repping I'm repping Skechers today, man. Oh, they're Skechers. Wow, yeah, I love I would have never fan. guessed. Super super comfortable for being in shoes all day. Uh, the majority of the time. I wear two kinds of shoes. I wear Sperry's and I wear Skechers. Those are like my two shoes that I wear. Interesting. Days that I'm on my feet for long, long days, I'll, I'll wear I'll wear my Skechers. 
Uh, and then other days I wear I wear Sperry's. Cool, cool. Yeah. So how would you describe your style in one word for uh, at Corte? Um, just like 41-year-old dad who wants to be cool. <laughs> I, don't, no I love it. I love it. Um, question from at Jenny HSK. What time do you usually take photos? Or is it just all day when you're shooting? The best time for me, though, honestly, is um, there is like a prime time. And it's between like three and – well, right now it's like between three and five. It's always when the sun goes behind the buildings. So you still got like a good glow going on. Mm-hmm. I hate – I don't know how you feel about direct – photos in not sunlight, a fan. not a fan but you're still good at it oh thanks you are <laughs> uh that's like my uh my achilles heel is shooting in direct sunlight it's yeah just, especially when it's right overhead casting shadows it's a nightmare it's not ideal no nah, man so um i like going before the evening like late late afternoon early early evening mm-hmm. so two hours before the sun goes down is like my favorite time Absolutely. Or, or early i've been going early i've been going out like really early in the morning right um, I mean, that's the best light. It's either really early or when the yeah. sun's almost setting. Right. The direct, like the sun overhead, it's mm-hmm. just not flattering. Light. Yeah, totally. It's like a giant softbox only way in you the could, entire sky. Yeah, the only way you could get around that is uh, if it's just a cloudy day. Totally. Or if, or if they're in the shade. Even the but, clouds, though, they screw me up because they, you, they're they thick and they're thin in certain places. And then yeah. you lock onto a setting and then all of a sudden you're looking through and you're just like, oh, man, I totally got to like change this. Right, and, right. But I clouds. I take clouds. I take rain over sunshine. Sun, I like sun, shooting in the rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a blast. I was hoping to get some rain this morning. Yeah. I got a little rain hat that I put on. Uh huh. It's like a little umbrella. Oh, the umbrella hat. Yeah, I got one. Do you really? I love umbrella hats. I'm oh a God. fan. I'm a fan. They're it's uncomfortable, so, but yeah. They, but I love it, dude. It gives you free range. You know what I mean? It's great for photographers. It's amazing. You could use both your hands. Well, yes. That's the thing. Like I photographed with an umbrella, but. Like when I'm holding an umbrella, I have to hold the umbrella in one hand, and then my other hand is holding a, ca- a whole camera. Yeah. To be honest, so, everybody should just wear umbre- what are they called? Umbrella umbre- hats? I call it an umbrella hat. I got yeah. mine from uh, this guy named Bill, I believe, right outside the Chicago Cubs Stadium. Oh, cool. He uh, he sells umbrella hats outside of the Cubs Stadium. Smart in Chicago. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're great, man. Yeah. I bust it out and then I have like free de- all my dexterity. I'm like, you know, nothing hindering. Is it me. comfortable though? Because mine like hurts my head after a little bit. Because it's like rubbery, right? Is yours like rubbery? Like, um, it's like metally. There's like oh, metal no. rods that kind of stick, you know, it's like elastic metal rods. Like no, dude. It's I actually a metal I have mine outside. A... I can show it to you. You brought yours. I leave it in my car. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I drove over here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I want to check it out. I'll yeah. let you uh, take a spin on the Super yeah, 73. Yeah, okay. I'll check out the umbrella hat. <laughs> nice. Boom. Uh, question from at Francis Mask. What's your favorite fruit and what's your kid's favorite fruit? Whoa, what a question. <laughs> um, I do this like fruit of the month club. Um, shoot. My favorite fruit is so funny. My favorite fruit is uh, is the mango. I'm a big fan of a good ripe mango. We squirt a little lime on top. Um, I can eat like a dozen of them. Is avocado fruit? I say yes. Then it's the avocado. Okay. Do you squirt some uh, lemon on top of that too, or is it just yeah. straight up? I mean, I just like it in every way. You know, uh-huh. what I mean, I like slicing it up on sandwiches, gua- making guacamole. Uh, it's a power food. Yeah, power those food. are my two yeah. favorite things. Though, cool. uh, Cash loves um, raspberries. Puts them on his little fingers. So yeah. great! I love. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Put the raspberries oh, yeah, on totally. the of my fingers. Just raspberry fingers. It's just. Uh, I feel like my fingers are like too like fat now like you can't do it anymore I mean, you know? when you're when you're a kid it's, it's more, unless you get the jumbo raspberries yeah so yeah raspberries are good man yeah. fresh raspberry you remember the best piece of fruit you ever ate 
That's a good question. Best piece of fruit I ever ate. I just want to say off the top of my head, honeydew. I just have some good honeydew memories. When honeydew is really ripe and in season. Yeah. Yeah, you can't beat it's it. A, it's a really good bite. It yeah. really is. Yeah. I love honeydews, it. they smell so good, dude. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. And also just that green, rich color. It's just... What what fruit don't you like? Ooh. You know what? So I have an interesting relationship with pineapples. Okay. Because... I have I don't know this for sure, but I have a feeling I'm allergic to pineapples because mm. sometimes when I eat pineapples straight up, I just my, the roof of my mouth like fifty percent of the time will get it itchy mm. for like Something's a couple on there. for a couple hours just from pineapple. Yeah. I don't know if it's like too sour, whatever, or if I'm getting an allergic reaction. Yeah. I don't know what it is. If I eat pineapple straight up, it happens half the time. But huge fan of pineapple pizza. I'm team pineapple pizza. I love it. Great, man. I love yeah. it. So anything that ever- I don't really like eating pineapple solo, but I love them on pizza. That's yeah. my So yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down for any kind of topping on pizza. Yeah. What's your worst favorite fruit? Least favorite, rather. <laughs> um you know, I, I've I've never really loved pears. I don't know. Mm. They kinda like they're like mealy. They got like some it's like they crumble around in your mouth a little bit. Mm. They're like they're kinda this is like a stupid fruit, I think. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. But I, I uh, had a good pair last month. It kind of like changed my tune a little bit. But see, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to take a bite out of a pear. I don't think that's that satisfying. But a pear, like you know, sliced in a salad. Ooh. You know what? Ooh. That's that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 <laughs> it does. Nice. It enhances the salad. Yeah. But a biting a pear, yeah, I don't know. It's not a great. All fruit. fruit's good though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough to get a bad. At the end of the day, we need more fruit, more fruit yeah. and veggies. Yeah, yeah, that's what totally. it's all about. Yeah. All right, and we are in the last question, and it is coming in from at Repeat Performance, BK and Y. Any advice you have for photographers to get work? Hmm. What do you? What advice do you have for some up and coming photographers when they're asking someone like you that has been in the freelance game for a while, shooting, doing your thing, shooting your Shooting weddings, shooting events, this and that, and now, uh, now you just have some new opportunities come, um, which is awesome. What's what's your advice to a photographer? I think, like, especially in this day and age with Facebook and Instagram and all these things, people sharing everything. The way that I started early on was just like photographing every, like, all my family and friends and people that I knew for free. You know, what I mean, somebody had a baby. I photo. I did a. I did a baby shoot. Wedding, I was like, yeah, let me tag along. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll do. I'll shoot your wedding. Build up your portfolio a little bit. That's it. I just build up my portfolio. And then word of mouth, you know what I mean? If you shoot enough people for free and you're doing good work. Right. I also, um, somebody told me, um, Peter Ashley. I don't know. Do you know who Peter Ashley is, the photographer? He's really great. He's an awesome guy and he became a friend of mine. And um, he lived in the building in the Astral where I, when I lived. And he... Back in the day, he was like, yo, um, if you're going to build a portfolio, he's like, find some photographers that you really like. Think about why you like that work and then try to try to try to copy that work a little bit and then your own thing will come out of it. Mm. So that's kind of what I started doing. And um, and then I developed my own, you know, my own whatever, my own flavor of yeah. how I wanted to develop them because there's two parts. You know, you take the photo and then you, when you're editing, it's something different. Right. Um, so I think just by sharing, you know, what I mean, the images and, you know, having friends share them and, you know, and word just starts yeah. to get around. I Give think. yourself the most chance you can. Like, yeah. Make totally. your chances as high as possible. So 
when you get lucky, you know, you could get lucky, but just make your chances higher to yeah. get lucky. And you could do that by putting yourself out there more, totally. posting your work online more. Yeah. You know, if you don't have any portfolio, do some shoots for free. And then you'll eventually, you, you at some point re- reach the point where you're not going to do so, you know, yeah. you don't have to do stuff for free. Yeah. But, but doing uh, stuff for free is important. It makes you better. First, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it's, it's every time you take a photo, I feel like it's, you learn a little something. So I don't, I don't find any harm in like doing something for free. Especially if it's going to benefit you down down the road, you know what right. I mean. So, Do it for free if it benefits yourself. Totally. But also, you should. If you're a photographer, you should be getting paid if you're working. Yes, but yes, you should for sure. But, but you're asking how, when you're getting started, right? When you're getting started specifically, I yeah. agree with you with that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then, uh, yeah, another thing I want to I want to say is what's very important to get work as a photographer is work on personal projects. Like, do it for yourself. Tell a story that you want to tell. And if it's really good and that story, put put it out there. And if it resonates with people, you know, clients will start calling. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's what how you, you just started watching New York and yeah. just for yourself, right? It was fun and challenging and you were passionate about it. And then, you know, it wasn't even your intention to get commissioned work from it. But now your phone's ringing with, you know, yeah. different, different job opportunities, which, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think you hit the nail on the head with like one word, and that's a passion. And it, and I think if you're passionate about something, if you continue it, you know, it took me three years before anybody ever looked at watching New York. It was the same stuff that was going on three years ago that people are, you know, congratulating me on. Now I was doing it five years ago; nobody was looking at it. <laughs> but like, it, but it was a passion of mine that I just like kept. You know, I think a lot of people just want to be a they want to be a photographer, or they want to do something, and they want it to be overnight. You know, because they see these stories happening and things, and then, but you got to put in the work. You just, it takes a long time, I, th- I think. I mean, I'm sure it happens to people, but um, I think if you're passionate about it, also if you're passionate about it, it doesn't really matter if people are yeah. looking at it or not. So it makes you happy. Also, if you're not passionate about it, what are the chances someone else will be passionate about seeing Dude, it? So took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah passion's a big is a, is an important part of of any kind of art. Mm-hmm. I think you know. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, on that note, dude, thanks so much for coming dude, I don't on want this to podcast. End. What else? <laughs> <laughs> you want to ask me a question before we end it? Shit, man. Right. Yeah. What do you got for me? Uh, what was the uh, what's the best restaurant in New York that you've eaten at? Uh, damn. Let's I mean, talk about some New York shit. No, oh, it's crazy because like there's not that many restaurants here. So what, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uncle Pete. Uh, yeah, there. That's Uncle Pete. Uh, let's see. What restaurants do I? What's best, the best meal you've is, ever eaten in a restaurant? In New York. Damn. I, God, how you putting me on the spot like this. Yeah, it's tough. Um, The first one that comes to mind is Lil Frankie's oh, in Frankie's. Manhattan on First Street? First yeah, Ave, First I think, Street? I think so. I think it's First Ave, First Street, I want to say. It's just like the best Italian food. It's the best meal. It's the best vibe. It's just like the only critique I have of it is it's one of the cash-only restaurants, which is not ideal. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's just the next step of going to the ATM. I, I just want to throw my card down. Do you? Totally. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to bring my card anymore. I want to use my phone. Yeah, or just Apple Pay straight yeah. up. Yeah. When can I just use like my eyes, my eyeballs? I mean, um, Metaverse, it's happening. <laughs> do you follow uh, Frank, uh, the the chef and the owner on Instagram? I do. On one of my accounts, yeah. Dude, he's the man. Yeah. I've never met him, but he's, he seems like an awesome dude. Yeah. He's got a cool fashion style too, which yep. I really dig. And he puts out some really good recipes on his Instagram and stuff. Yeah, Little Frankie's is awesome. Yeah, Little Frankie's. Have you had? Have you eaten at Lilia? 
I have. I have one on one of my first dates with my girlfriend there. Nice. And was, we joke about that uh, date because it was like our first time going on a date to like a restaurant. Yeah. And now now we're just like comfortable in silence, yeah. you know? Like, right, like right. Couple, you know, like you should be with a partner, just have that comfortable silence with right. each other at any moment. But this was like our first like restaurant date. Yeah. So we specifically remember just like feeling really awkward because oh, there was just like awkward silences. And totally. we were just like, so we like look back at that. We were like, yo, that was hilarious. We were both <laughs> like so weird. Lily is a good so, restaurant though, man. Yeah. With the, I mean, the food was really good, but yeah, uh, yeah we, uh, we sat outside this, it was outdoor seating. Yeah. It was like high peak, peak of the pen. You know, it was like right when they started to open restaurants back up again, it was only outdoor dining. Yeah. And our seat was like outside, like above a uh, crate with the subway was just going under. Yeah, so you yeah, heard yeah. the subway. Do you remember and, what you guys talked about? Not really. I mean, yeah. it was just like, I think it was just like standard stuff. Like, was it early, like super early on, like first week of dating? Like one of your first not dates? even. It was like, I don't know. It's New York. You know, we didn't yeah. really go on a real date right, for right. a little bit. We were just like coming on, like casually hanging out. Like, you know. Can, can so, I ask you, like, yeah. can I ask you, are you guys in love? Yeah. You say I love you? We say the L word. Who said it first? Uh, I did, but she kind of hinted at it first, so yeah, I didn't yeah. like say it. I don't know. Gave you a little safety net. Yeah, she gave me a safety net, and yeah. then I said it, and then yeah. yeah. How does that make you feel being in love with somebody? <laughs> Damn, we're getting deep it's now. Yo, this podcast is about <laughs> supposed to be about you. Okay, we're ending it about me. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll answer this, and then yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. we could stop. No, 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 no. We're cool. no it's fun. a good question. I'll, yeah, you know. Okay, so the question is, yeah, how does it make me feel that I'm in love yeah. or in a relationship? Yeah, yeah. Uh. It is a combination of things, you know? It is pretty amazing that yeah. I feel, you know, I I feel like I'm in a very healthy relationship right now with yeah. someone I really care about. Um, not only as a person, like, she's such a great person, yeah. and I also just, like, love her in multiple different ways. And I, there's just so much trust between us and so much yeah. good communication. It's just, like, I've never, I've never felt this type of relationship before. So... Because of that, it's a little scary because I'm just like, damn, like, you know, is this, you yeah, know, yeah, is this, yeah. I'm, I'm 30 now and like Shit, I found someone, you know. Big thoughts going this, on uh, in your yeah, mind there's, So it's, uh, you know, it's, I, I, th- I feel like a lot of people, I mean, maybe can relate to this, but. Oh, for sure. So it's, yeah. it's a good scary though, you know. It's, it's good, the best it's, kind it's, of scary. Yeah, it's yeah. a good scary. But uh, li- life is just in general just happening quick. That's what's scary. It's like. Right. Whether it's, you know relationships with you know a partner with your friends or yeah just work career stuff life stuff health insurance yep. you know all this stuff like you, everything's just coming at you know everything's moving so fast honest question this yeah. will not offend me whatsoever yeah. you're 30 yeah i just turned 32 months ago okay i'm 41 do i yeah. seem like are you like yo man he's fucking old this guy not at all you don't not at all when i was 30 i felt like 40 was really old I was like, oh man, I'm glad I'm not. Like, no, I remember when, my I was, when I was 25, I felt like 40 was really old. But now yeah. I just, I don't know. Age is weird. You're only just, I mean, age, every age is a blessing. It's like, yeah. and you could act like, it's like my mom is almost, I mean, damn, how old is my mom now? She's like om, pushing, is she 57 maybe? My mom, even though she's, oh, I mean, she's in her late 50s, I guess. Yeah. She still lives her life Dude. like she's in her 20s. And it's mom amazing. Dancing. It's inspiring. Yeah. She's uh, cool, man. Yeah. I want to meet your mom. You will. Yeah. She'll... She's really, she seems, and your grandma. Yeah. They got both, a cool family. I mean, they both live their life like they're way younger than they are. They're, they want to be learning stuff new every day and just like challenging themselves. And like, 
I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, what, where, what am I saying with this? I don't know. Uh, 40 isn't old. 50 isn't old. No, 60 I agree. isn't old. I mean, what, what is, I feel, oh, yeah. It's, you uh, know, when, when I was younger, I feel like people always used to be like, no, age is, it, when you get older, you get more wise. And it's like, cool. And I was like, that's just like a thing that you say to make yourself not feel bad. Yeah. But it is true in I'll a way. I'll feel old. I think someone is old when they're not wanting to do, do life. When they lose really. their vibrance. When, they, when they're just like, you know, just want to sit at home and yeah. just like watch, to, you know, just not really challenge yourself or be a part of a community or this or that. If you're not doing that, then if you're not doing any of this stuff... And making the world a better place and just like, you know, sitting on your comfortable couch, then yeah, cool, we'll call you old. But uh, yeah, yeah. if you're, you know. That's why I've always like really loved the arts too because it's like Martin Scorsese like in his 80s directing Oscar nominated movies, you know what I mean? Like Oscar winning movies, you know? It's yeah. like they keep on going. It's always something to do. It's like you always want to get better. Um, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. Age is, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting used to being older, especially like this town where I moved here when I was 23 years old. I was like young. Now I'm like 41. Like these people that I'm photographing are like, you know, they're 19, 20 years old, some of them, you know? I mean, so it makes you be like, wow, I was there like not that long ago, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I was saying my dog, Louisiana, is 15. I was 23 when I got her. Now I'm 41 and I'm like, or whatever, the whatever ever old I was. And I'm like, I remember like the day that I got her and I was such a little, I was such a kid. Yeah. And I was like, just out of like whatever. But yeah, yeah time I think, goes by quick, I think, Something that is funny to think about when it comes to age is just like, you know, I was a big sports fan growing up. Yeah. And I remember looking up to all these, you know, NBA, NFL players, looking up to them like they're, they're incredible. They're my role models. They're this, they're that. But they're, you know, they're getting in the league. They're like 19, 20, 21, 22 years old. And they, you know, they retire by the time they're what, like mid thirties, early thirties. Now it's it, it like reached a point where the people I looked up to and was watching on TV started to become younger than me, and now right. I'm, now I'm 30, and you know I'm looking up to like, for example, like Zion Williamson gets drafted into the NBA. He's 19 yeah. years old, and he's you know, and I'm he's a whole decade younger than me. I'm looking up to this guy, dude. You just so, said what I've been feeling. You're yeah. a whole decade younger than me. I've been looking up to your photos and what you, but it's true. You know what I mean? Like you, but it's cool to to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? You you can't lose focus of. Just because somebody's older or younger, you know what I mean? There's. Have you seen Hamza D's? Do you know Hamza yeah, D's? Yeah, of course. I love Hamza. Dude, yeah. his stuff is so great. Yeah. I started watching him when he was, I think he was 18, 17 or 18 years old. Mm-hmm. When I found out how old he was, yeah. I was like, yo. I never expected it. How? How does this happen? When I was 17, I was like, just doing the stupidest things. Yeah. I had no concentration, anything. We all work on a different timeline, you know? Yeah. Like, look, you you found all this. I mean, I'm sure you've ha- you've had a bunch of successes in your life, but yeah. uh, would you have thought at age what 39, 40 that you had this type right. of success? Yeah. Where no, never. You know, so yeah. it could happen to anyone. For sure. anyone just just uh, stay curious, stay passionate, keep learning, always be a student, and yeah. keep creating uh, whatever story is true to yourself. And yeah. you know, maybe maybe it'll you know. Who knows? Yeah. I, I mean, the best part about it is just putting out and creating. Yeah. And sometimes, uh, you know, people like to follow along and that's totally. cool too. Yeah. So, cause I like following along to other people's stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like part of the whole, part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Cool. I don't want it to end. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, right? This you know what it is? It's, it's the face to face. Like you it's don't, nice. you don't get a lot of face to face. I haven't, I haven't talked to someone in the eyes face to face for an hour and a half <laughs> in a really long time. 
I don't know when. Yeah, it's nice. It's this podcast is a really good excuse to just have a really good conversation. Yeah, turn the phones off. Yep, we're talking yeah. to each other about. It was some, awesome, you know, man. I appreciate yeah. you having me on. So, dude, Johnny, thanks so much for coming on. So cool. Thanks for bringing the pizza. Yeah, I want to go good, have some. good times. That we, we saw each other at the game last night. Yep, that was awesome. Go New York. Yeah. Uh, where can you uh on the, as the sign off? Where can people find you? What do you What do you want to plug? Anything you're working on that you want to share? Uh, well, it's watching New York on like all the I think. It's on well. It's on Twitter and uh, Instagram. It's on Instagram mostly and TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And um, no, nothing to share. I mean, just I just finished my first uh, documentary that I'm going to put out there in the world. It was a family documentary. I made it for my kid about his family growing up and everything and where he comes from. So I'm nice. gonna I'm gonna be throwing that out into the world within the next week or so, putting the final touches on that, and that's it. Cool. Yeah. And then if you're not if you're not familiar, if it's not nailed in yet, it's at Watching New York. On Thanks, TikTok, man. Instagram, and kind of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I like really half-assed Twitter. Yeah. I just but like, tic- yeah, TikTok. Your TikTok's awesome, too. T- I can't figure out TikTok. I don't Dude, know if you I can. See, I see you putting your phone in your in your pocket, so breast that? pocket, and just like going on live. Yeah. Shoot it. That's when I bumped into you, and I was like, well, this That's is awesome. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah cool. cool. Yeah, TikTok is, TikTok's funny, man. Sometimes something goes... This, this week, I don't know what happened. Usually my videos will get a few thousand views, yeah. whatever. Yesterday, video or two days ago, it got eight point one million views. The power of TikTok. Just, I don't get it. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But no different from anything else that I've been doing that gets ten thousand so views. You know. Yeah. Sometimes it just hits that you know sweet, sweet spot in the yeah. algorithm, and then yeah, it just yeah. blows up. And it's, it's fun though. TikTok's interesting to scroll through, man. Yeah. The, the videos. And oh, stuff. Yeah. Stitch. I love when people stitch videos in a creative way. Yep. Have you seen the cat video? Uh, Here comes the boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to keep on keeping you here all day if cool. you don't let me go. All right. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Johnny and hope to catch you on the next one. Remember to stay hydrated and have a good night or morning or whatever you're enjoying right now. Peace. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shishkin Productions Podcast.